Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, I mentioned um, this proposal in the UK a little earlier that sees ministers rejecting plans to introduce menopause leave. And it's been criticised by some MPs in the UK who say that a lack of menopause legislation leaves women at risk of being driven out of the workforce. And I have just was asking you today, what sort of supports do you think we need here in Ireland? And should we have menopause leave? Catherine is with us on the line. Catherine, what's your view on this? Hi, Andrea. Um, I think it's 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 still a very taboo subject, and I think particularly if this sort of legislation was to come into place, if you're in a very small company, uh, a small workforce, it's more difficult. Personally, I'm in a small office environment with um, there's just six of us. I'm the only woman, and as much as my boss is great, I don't know if I'd be comfortable telling him I need a day off because of issues with a, a menopause-related mm. subject, whether maybe you're in a big company, a, a, a corporate company, or loads of employees where you have HR managers, you've, you've supervisors, you've other people that you can speak with without having to announce to the whole world what's wrong. Uh, you know, it's it, it's difficult. I mean, eventually maybe uh, enhance uh, sick leave altogether and without having to divulge your reason, which mm. shouldn't be a case. We shouldn't have to say why I need to take a day or two days off I'm sick, end of story. Mm. Well, if you're the sick o- anyway, you, you, you typically don't, I mean, you don't have to give a big justification for it. I know, obviously, for a period of time, you'll have a doctor's note of that, but... Yeah, but I think it's, it's sometimes, about, particularly maybe in Ireland, I worked in France for a long time, and it's against the law to divulge to an employer why an employee is sick. Whereas here, it seems to be a bit different, and uh, you're nearly expected to have to explain to your employer why, oh, I'm sick because... We're, we shouldn't really have to. It's, it's something very personal uh, and depending on the sickness, okay, not just a common cold or something, but people have conditions that they don't want to divulge and it's very private. And I think in the case of the menopause, it affects women so differently. Personally, I'm still having issues with sleep and anxiety, but there's, you know, I'm trying my best to get over them. But there's other women that have much bigger, bigger problems and really don't want to be telling their employer why they need to take a day or two off. A bit like back in the day, as a young person, I remember a friend, a young girl, teenagers, having terrible um, period pain, and mm. she'd have to miss school. And she was mortified to have to tell the principal that she had to leave early because she's sick. Because of, you know, so young young children are, if you like, young women are, are are having the same problem today. It's still taboo. The whole thing about women's health is is still uh, stigmatized. And uh, as much as is menopause leave the answer. I don't know if it is. Okay, okay. Stay with us, Catherine. Sylvia is uh, is on the line as well. Sylvia, how do you feel about the fact that this proposal was rejected in the UK? Um, very negative indeed, and uh, on the downside to women. Um, it's a pity women aren't in more government positions. I think this would be carried here outright with no uh, hesitation from the Irish uh, contingency of women who go through menopause. It would be absolutely wonderfully relevant if every man on the planet could go through the same situation. Then they'd know and realize what we are talking about and how women suffer. Some women go through an early menopause due to a medical condition or situation or post, um, postpartum or you know, post uh, having babies having lost babies um, and and they come across a situation, a medical situation, where they are 
um, they are put through um, hysterectomy, etc., and all that goes with that. And that's devastating. So women come into early menopause, and that is really devastating to the women uh, in society. But um, uh, I think women had a vote on it here in Ireland. It will be carried. It wouldn't be rejected. But um, usually it comes down to men on, on boards or whatever, whatever medical situations there are. But um, I think it's sad that women have to go through this situation. Um, thank God I haven't gone through it myself. Um, I'm on HRT presently. I'm 66 years old and I'm vibrant and I keep carried, I'll keep carrying on. But for it to be rejected in England, what has England got to do with Ireland? Irish women are independent and very well versed and very well informed and I think it would be a, a terrific thing if they brought this in and voted for, for the situation where women, especially younger women, come into a situation of early menopause uh, to help them financially as well as with their personal lives. I think it will be uh, an absolute ideal situation for them here. Okay, Sylvia, thanks for, for getting in touch with us today. Uh, this texter says, um, "It's not is, is this not stepping back into the dark ages by taking a day off for women's problems? Menopause leave is ridiculous. I think just a normal sick day would do. This listener says, I took a day off because I was suffering with bad symptoms. I said it to my boss that it was menopause symptoms and I was slagged for the following week. When I mentioned the heat in the office, uh, she said, I don't mind that. It's only the hot flushes. Why don't you take a day off? Says this texter. Uh, keep those experiences coming into us. 53106 is uh, is the text number. Rene is on the line. Catherine is still with us, but uh, Rene is joining us as well. Um, the idea of menopause leave, is it something you'd welcome, Rene? I think so. And I think employers are going to have to get their heads around, um, no matter how big or small of a company that they have, they need to consider um, women in the workplace. You know, there's there's policies there for, you know, women who are pregnant, but not every woman is going to have a baby, but every woman is going to go through menopause. And, you know, the days where they start slagging them saying, oh, you've hot flushes or something, they're ridiculous because, you know, Companies need to have these policies in place. Um, women are often at the height of their career. They're needed in the workplace and they're dropping off because they're dealing with symptoms such as, you know, brain fog or perhaps they couldn't mm. sleep the night before because they had hot flushes and night sweats and they know they're not going to perform at, at their absolute best. So the more an employer um, can do to help them, that you know, the better their, you know, their work is going to be. It just, it makes sense to be able to to support them at every stage of their life. And I suppose a lot of employers, they need to know this is not an old lady thing. Perimenopause symptoms can start from the age of 35 Mm. onwards. Well, there was a survey out recently that 31% mm. of women aged 35 or older said they were currently going through uh, perimenopause or menopause. Yeah. Like it's a third. And this is what, yeah, we, we, and like we make TikToks about this all day long. Mm. Uh, we're, we're making reels on Instagram. Um, like uh, our handle is key for her and the website is keyforher.com. You know, we, we make a supplement that's especially for this time in, in your life. And women are trying to do their utmost to, with their, their self-care. They're taking supplements and they're taking HRT as well if it's, if it's 
what they need and what suits them to to try and make themselves feel so much better. Like they don't want to be leaving their jobs and employers need to know this. And the more that they can support them, uh, you know, at this time of the life, um, the better it's going to be for their companies as well. Like, you know, four in 10 women have considered quitting their jobs because of menopause. I I have a text text in here, Rene, from a listener now who says, I'm actually going to lose my job over menopause. Oh, that's so sad. It really is so sad. Awful issues between um, bleeding, brain fog, fatigue. I'm a really high performing person that they don't want to deal with it and they don't want to offer any support in work. I can't come on air. I'm too upset to talk about it. Um, Improving symptoms now uh, due to HRT, says says this texter. Uh, Stay with us. Mary is on the line as well. Mary, are you in favour of um, the idea of menopause leave? Yeah, I'm in favour of the idea of menopause leave, but I'm not surprised that it wasn't uh, supported in the UK. Um, I think the UK and Ireland, it's well, worldwide, it's um, it's such a grey area and it's just not talked about. There's an awful lot of ignorance. There's an awful lot of um, stigma, um, guilt from women in relation to feeling like this when other women don't have the same experiences. Not all menopauses are uh, complicated or difficult, but some of them are absolutely horrific and debilitating. So um, it definitely would support um, paid leave. I remember, was it just late last year, uh, Bank of Ireland, didn't they introduce um, the, the the days, wasn't it up to 10 days, I think, of, I think so. of paid leave yeah. it was it was available. Um, and I know other companies, it's something that's certainly been talked at um, in, in many other companies as well. But like, is, is that, is that enough support? I mean, is it, is that a generous offering? What's, what's your view well, on that, Mary? I mean, it's, it, it's a start. And it would be a very welcome start. But like anything, I mean, it's not all the same experiences for all women. And sometimes it's not just men that don't support, um, you know, don't understand or don't, um, you know, acknowledge what women are going through when they are having a very difficult menopause. Um, it is sometimes other women and, you know, flipping comments like the last com- caller made about uh, hot flushes and, mm. you know, all kind Sorry, of get comments over made by a woman as well, yeah. actually, according to this text. Yeah. And um, I mean, that's very difficult because then you kind of start to second guess yourself. And, you know, it's it's not something that it's a very pleasant place to be, especially if you're going through anxiety or um, like mood changes. It's it's um, it's sometimes it can be quite a lonely place. Renee, some of the texts coming in on this. Let me just bring some of the uh, the, the other listeners' mm. views to you today. Kate has got in touch to say it is worth pointing out that plenty of women get through the menopause without any major problems. So let's not medicalise something that's completely normal. Uh, this listener in the email has got in touch to say the people on your programme who advocate for, for menopause leave um, advocate for leave for almost anything, including things like pet leave, um, what they don't think about are the issues with staff shortages in vital services. For instance, teachers and nurses, almost 95% female workforce. We can guarantee that these women, in this case, could be absent for many days over many years, as I know women who had menopause for up to five years. Going forward, young people will choose careers based on whether they can balance work and family and can work from home. And there'll be less, perhaps, going in to some of these sectors. That email doesn't have a name on it, but just a flavour of some of the messages. Yeah, like menopause affects everyone differently. So just because someone might um, have sailed through it, you know, there is a cohort of 20% of women that tend to sail through it. But just because that was their experience of menopause or perimenopause doesn't mean it's the same for everyone else. 
you know um so every everybody's journey needs to be considered and you know it might be a case of that someone is trying to do a presentation and all of a sudden she just seizes up and she can't remember like the brain fog is really affecting her and the anxiety that comes with that lack of estrogen it's something that a lot of people don't realize until all of a sudden they're in it and they can't understand why why they're lacking in confidence and they just have this anxiety and they're not trusting their decisions that they once would have made before um and a lot of women they're not going to take the piss with uh, time off sorry for my french but like what they really want to do is maybe they've been waiting for three or four months to go to a specialist menopause clinic to be able to go to a doctor that's really going to listen to them because a lot of women are finding that with their own GP that they might have gone to for years they'll just say ah, you're too young for that no I'll give you antidepressants and sleeping tablets as well, uh, in, instead and there's so many customers you know women customers of ours that are a lot of the time they feel like they're being misdiagnosed mm. that they don't feel depressed but they know they just feel different okay. and you know they might just want to take that time off just to go to that appointment mm. and they're trying they're you know they're just trying their best they just want to get back to feeling like they used yeah. to and that's why um you know like we have supplements for it but yeah so there's, but there's uh, other, yeah there's you other know? other options there this texter says nobody understands it until they go through it it's never menopausal women making the policies so therefore people don't understand another listener says i wonder will employers still be as inclined to hire females if you have to consider that they might take maternity leave and now menopause leave. That's the view now from another listener. Catherine, one of the points that you made a little earlier was that it's it's perhaps, you know, if we were to have menopause leave, it's actually availing of it that is something that maybe, you know, might might be a, a deterrent perhaps for people, yeah, for some people. Yeah, because I, I think this is the thing, as, as I said, I don't see why somebody has to give the reason to their employer why they need to take a sick day. Um, and I think that, again, like some of the texters and emails said, that we're highlighting something again that maybe is it showing, oh, well, therefore a male employer won't employ females, as you just said, not only maternity leave, but menopause leave. I think if it was just, if we had better sick leave in Ireland in general, uh, and because of your menopause that you have to take a day off for whatever reason, that it's just sick leave. And I'm not, I think it is important that menopause is highlighted, and I think the males of this world need to know more about it and the women who haven't got there yet need to maybe find out mm. what's ahead uh, and maybe better prepare for it if that's feasible or possible. But uh, I feel that just sick leave is, is, is what we need. Okay. I don't think highlighting menopause leave is, is the important part here. Would you agree with that, Mary? Not to highlight. Are you there, Mary? Rennie, you're still on the line. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Like, um, I, I think... Communication is key here that when if there is a menopause policy, you know, implemented in a workplace, it becomes like the the women feel like they have a safe um, place to be able to go and talk to their employer or someone in HR or their manager and say, listen, you know, and a lot of the time they're only small things that could actually make a big difference to them, you know, like more flexible working hours or perhaps it's something like an alternative uniform because they're too hot or access to a fan or, you know, like there's little things like that that could make a big difference to them and I think it's important to just open up the conversation with employees, both men and women, 
um, so they know like that they can support their colleagues and you know these snide remarks they don't help anybody mm. you know it's uh, it's just a case of you know supporting each other so we can all have a much better you know work life yeah, balance okay. as well yeah listen Renee and Catherine Sylvia and Mary thanks a million for getting in touch with us here on lunchtime live today Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.